0: Greetings and salutations, Hi, I'm Josh Belcher. Get
1: the super sauce, I'll change into my super suit.
0: <laughs> Yay! This is Uncharted. Greetings ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, shapes, sorts and sizes. This is Josh Belcher, host of your favorite, The Uncharted podcast. How's everybody doing? Having a great week? I have an awesome week. Got a brand spanking new girlfriend and we're still in those giddy teenage stages and I often forget that I'm almost 40 years old. I'm 38. We're uh, having a lot of fun. Lovey-dovey, all that stuff. Posting all those pictures that make you want to vomit when you're looking online. But nonetheless, great podcast this week full of fun-filled interviews. We've got the legendary, the living legend, David Frizzell. He's on deck talking about the 40th anniversary of the smash hit song, You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma. We discussed that, and it was so much fun talking to him. We've got Christopher, who sings for Arts Fishing Club. They've got a brand new EP release coming out called The Show, April 30th. We talk about that and a lot more this week on the podcast. So without further ado, let's get started. Enjoy. let me, let me start off telling you what a thrill it is to just have you here interviewing you for my podcast. Um, this, this song came across my board 40 years anniversary and it's just as wonderful now as it was back then. It came out two years before I was born, but I still love it. appreciate it very much. Uh, and it stands the test of time and just, uh, I'm glad we're talking about it.
2: Well, isn't that just one of those songs, you know, I was, I was in my lifetime, uh, I was always looking for a hit song, and when I heard the little demo of You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma, I just knew that was a hit, and then when the people I was working with uh, uh, got, got, a, got a hold of the song, um, they really turned that into just an, an amazing song, and it's been amazing ever since, 40 years now, I can't even imagine 40 years has went by, and but it has, and now we're here Listening still listening to it.
0: Absolutely. And it's one of those songs for me personally, you know. Thirty eight years old and no I weigh ever been in three hundred pounds, but I listen to it and I, I always get emotional. It's just so one of those beautiful songs. It's so just iconic and just amazing. Well, I, I know when you heard it you're like, All right, this is a smash hit. You can just tell right off the bat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I kinda did know that was and when I first heard it, of course it was just a demo, you know, and and uh but once uh once our people got a hold of it and and did all the modulations and all the kind of stuff that it' take to make that song and the and the little the little thing in the front of it dan, da, 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 da 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 you know it just when it just started right off it was something that you just wanted to keep hearing just yes, one sir. of those just one of those things I lucked out um, and and I actually got lucky too to get Shelley West to sing it with me so uh, it really turned out nice and of course. I don't know if you know it or not, but we just redid the song. I don't, yes, know, if sir, that, I don't, I don't know if you've heard that one. With, uh, with yes, that—that
0: that was what I was going to get into. Um, okay. Is that is that I got to? That's where I saw it. I was I was fooling around on YouTube, which a lot of people do nowadays, and uh, I see a new version with a new young lady. Yeah. Uh, I Saw the acoustic version, blew my socks off, <laughs> and, and my first question was. Um, You know, with an iconic song like uh, with Shelly West and everything and and being one of the top duets of all time, how did you find this young lady and what made you decide to re-record it with her as your partner? Uh, Well,
2: I think, you know, this last year, somewhere about March or so of last year, uh, we were doing something, all of a bunch of people together and and was doing a few songs. And I was doing, I went ahead and did Oklahoma uh, with, uh, with the young lady that sings in my show. And so we were singing the show, and then and I met this young lady, Mary Sarah, and she was a part of the show. And then and when I heard her sing, I couldn't, I couldn't. She just knocked me out when I heard her sing the her portion of the, show, of, the of that particular show. And as soon as she walked off the bandstand, I just grabbed her and said, "Young lady, you and I've got to sing something together." <laughs> and uh, and her dad was there, but uh, and he and I think he was one that actually came up with the thought of of redoing. A new version uh, of the, of the song, and so we did it, and she just so great on it as you can as you know when you hear her sing it, and uh, so we went ahead and did it. We didn't change it. We changed it a little bit, but not so much that we lost the uh, the character of the song. And uh, but we did it. Uh, all the people that was involved with it, the, from the producer of it to all the all the great players and all the great musicians. One of the things that we have here in Nashville is just some of the greatest musicians in the entire world. These people are amazing, and so they turned it. They we we kept the love in the song, and they put just another little twist on it. But it's just still incredible. And uh, uh, but, but she she just sang the fool out of it. She just did a really good job. Mary Sarah, boy, yes, is she a, is she a, a dynamite entertainer and a great singer, as you can tell
0: yeah she did you you uh as i as i thought you know you you did the rendition absolute justice and and kept it like you said true to the original with with a, with a more of a modern uh uptake but you know with a song like that it just goes to show especially in today's times uh, how impactful it was 40 years later and people still love it like i said I, I it's one of them songs i could hear every day and i never get sick of it and uh you that acoustic little version i saw just nailed it. It was perfect from again to end. I bet I watched it 12 times
2: a day. I oh, that's, well, time. that's amazing. Well, I appreciate the, the great talk and the, the, the great feeling you had for that incredible song. But, you know, you don't run across those songs that often, and uh, I've, been, I've been lucky in, in my life to, to, uh, to start out singing some of my big brother left, lefty songs, and I uh-huh. still sing those. And, sure. and he had some of those songs like that with that, that just uh, you sing it and you just want to sing it again. Just uh, absolutely amazing. And I looked out and uh, and I've I've always was looking for one of those and found it with you the reason God made Oklahoma. And I want to thank Mary Sarah for singing it with me and her dad for thinking of it. And uh and all of that. It's just it was so great. So here we got another forty years. How are we going to how are we gonna deal with that? That's it. Well we'll figure we'll figure something out. We'll, we there, sure there'll
0: will. be another there'll be another uh something come along I'm sure. But you know, as you mentioned, Lefty, uh you guys uh what talent to have two phenomenal singers in one family, him and you. Your, your voice is just one of those that just naturally comes out, and it's so soothing to listen to. I, I could
2: listen to you sing the phone book if you wanted to. <laughs> I appreciate it. I tell you what, I learned from the absolute best. Lefty Prezel was the, one of the greatest singers that I've ever heard, even now. And uh, and and then there there was a lot of people that, that kind of listened to Lefty and, uh, and took it to heart. Merle Haggard was one of those. And myself, you know, I listened to Lefty. I already know how to sing it from listening to him. But then I used to, uh, he always told me, to, David, we got to put a little bit of David in any of these now. So, any he, he always told me, "David, well, you know, at the end of the day, we got to have a David Frizzell out there. So I tried to make that happen, and, and it just did. So uh, Lefty was the greatest, and, and everybody knows that that's ever heard him. And uh, Merle Haggard will tell you that, I can tell you for sure. Well,
0: David Frizzell isn't too shabby either, so I hold you in high regard. <laughs> Thank um, you, sir. Yes, sir. Speaking of, you know, your brother and your story career, I just wanted to bring this up. Uh, I know it do not have anything to do with the song, but Exit In here in Nashville is in limbo. Do you have any memories of the place or anything you'd like to share? Because they're talking about somebody's bought it, and I hope they uh, preserve it. You got any oh, thoughts well, on that?
2: Well, you know what? Uh, when Shirley West and I uh, kind of actually came to Nashville, we were out in California when we got to. Got the song. We recorded the song out in California, and uh, and then we started touring around the country when it came out. One of the ones, one of the shows that we did was at the In. and really? uh, and I remember uh, Roger Miller. No, it wasn't Roger Miller. It was uh, uh, I was trying to think of somebody who came to our show that uh, that I knew and uh, uh, and uh, loved and loved the show. I was amazed, but he loved the show. And, uh, and the song Oklahoma was, was the hit at the time. And, uh, so we did the, the accident one time. I'd love to see it, uh, stay out. We, we, we need to keep all these places staying open, staying alive and well, and great talent coming in and out. And uh, that's what it's all about. And, and I want to, I want to be able to, I want to play the accident again. Yes, sir. I'd I like for it
0: too. if you do, I'd definitely be there. Um. Will you and Mary Sarah do this uh, at the Grand Ole Opry and celebration? Have you been asked to, or is that on the books?
2: Well, everything is just now kind of getting started, and uh, we're getting ready to leave out on a little tour and that kind of stuff. And uh, I'm hoping that that we'll be able to do some shows together. That's kind of the plan. So we hope that that plan uh, happens and uh, get a chance to work with that talented young lady. And uh, I had a, a great time in the studio with her, and all the all the people that was in there, and just want to do it some more. That's how great it was. So, but I hope that we're able to do the Grand Ole with it, and everywhere else, actually. So, you know? yeah. so I hope that it, that it works for us. Absolutely.
0: Well, congratulations to 40 years and one of the greatest country songs ever recorded. And uh, I was about to say, uh, we'll we'll catch you on the road. That's what I ask you. If you're going a tour, and uh, we'll be on the lookout for you. And uh, you got some new music on the horizon or anything?
2: Well, we sure have. There's a lot of things. We're still writing songs. We're still putting them back ready to go in the studio with them. And so uh, I think that's going to happen. And, and we're just uh, involved in so many things right now that we just hope that everything we're involved with will actually work and may happen and work for us and keep us, uh, and keep us moving out there. And I, you know, the one thing I miss probably the most about what's happened this last year is not being able to get out and sing our songs, do shows out there, and say hello to all them great fans that 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 sometimes drive a long way just to hear you sing. Uh, I just can't wait to get back out there with them. So I'm, yeah. we're, we're trying to do that now, and I'm hoping that uh, everything will work out. The song will go over well enough that uh, that Sarah and I can uh, do some shows together. That's the, that's the plan on them. I hope it works.
0: That's it. So everybody go get them arm, uh, them arm shots and get ready to listen to some good music.
2: <laughs> we sure, We're ready for it all. I tell you what, we've got some good music, and we can't wait to sing it for you. Yes, sir. Well, David, Fizell, if, you don't, <laughs> if
0: you don't do anything else today, you made my day. Uh, God bless you, and have a good rest of your afternoon.
2: Hey, and thanks for having me on your show, pal. Well,
0: Christopher of Art Fishing Club. Where's, uh, first of all, let's get that out of the way. That's a great name. Uh, I'm inquiring about the, the origin. How did you guys come up with that one?
1: Hey, uh, yeah, appreciate it. Um, yeah. So it's actually um, – I had started the project uh, er- earlier on, um, before I'd always envisioned playing in a, in a, you know, a band band, but, um, kind of gotten the music game, I don't know, relatively late. I think I first started recording music when I was 24 or, um, and I didn't have a band. So I, I did the Nashville thing where I like kind of hopped in to a random studio and, and recorded some, just four or five, uh, songs myself with the the studio musicians and at the time the only you know kind of band that I had been in I had played with my cousin um this open mic and we named ourselves Arts Fishing Club after my grandfather um that we share both of my grandfathers ended up being or are named Arthur and um yeah so it was you know right away he had kind of tossed out this joke because um that grandpa had taught us to fish a lot and we had gone on this fishing trip with him and kind of made these t-shirts of like oh our Fishing Club um, and then when I thought about it more and more I, I realized that I kind of really loved the name because it was not only an homage to him but it was an homage to my other grandfather um, and I just you know I feel like I owe both of them a lot in my life um, and then beyond that what really kind of sold me was just the metaphor for approaching you know music our art um, like fishing. So, yeah. so, you know, constantly going out casting, coming up empty handed, um, but still just going out every day and doing it and doing it with people that you love. Um,
0: well put, well put. I like it.
1: Appreciate it. Yeah. Yes.
0: And plus it's, it's, a, it's immortalizing your grandfathers, but you know, and, and nowadays it's, you know, band names are kind of scarce every thing's been thought of and that would definitely pop. So you did a really good job with that.
1: Cool. Yeah. Appreciate it. it. It definitely, it definitely just felt like something, uh, just felt right, you know? So, and, and, and as we started putting the band together more and more, all the guys, um, you know, loved it and have identified with it as well. So it just kind of felt like, you know, we, at times we talked like, oh, should we rename and, it and stuff? And it was just like, yeah, no, it it, it still just, it feels right. So yeah. Yeah. Great.
0: Well, uh with that being said, I wanted to tell you, you know uh when i when i uh learned about you guys, Nashville is your home base, but I feel like you might be from somewhere else like uh how how did you wind up here? What's that origin story?
1: yeah, so I'm originally from Wisconsin. um I'm born and raised in Appleton Wisconsin and right. uh have a lot of you know those north woods vibes um to to me and 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 I think just you know, musically and just uh, personality-wise. Wisconsin is a very, a very, uh, it's a very uh, friendly and, like, self-proud, like, people love the fact that they're from Wisconsin. It's kind of like Texas, where it's like they're, we're obsessed with the fact, with, like, our state pride. Um, And, yeah, so I I grew up there and then came down to Nashville. Um, I went to school here, um, and, yeah, just kind of came down to Nashville, and I looked at schools in Nashville just because I wanted to be here for the music, but I wasn't really at a stage in my life where I I just believed that music could be a reality, Um, or I I think I always believed it deep down, but just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really have the... It wasn't like I came from a crazy musical family or knew anyone that had made music their career. So it kinda of seemed like this distant impossible thing, um, even though I believed, you know, deep down it's just like, hey, it's just the person that chose to to do it, you know. Yeah. So so why why not? Why yeah. not me? Um Exactly. Well yeah. Everybody gets the story.
2: A lot of
0: good stock comes from Wisconsin. You've got, you know, your Chris Farley's from there. Yes. Yeah, and I saw you had on that Packers uh, a hoodie, so that was kind of a giveaway. I figured you were from there. There's a lot of pride with that.
1: Uh, the Brewers, oh, yeah. of
0: course. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Oh yeah. Um. So uh, let's let's get into the meat of it. You got this release uh, EP. You, you titled it "The Show," correct? Yes, sir. April 30th. You ready for that? I mean, it, it seems like it's a pretty exciting time for for the band
1: yeah yeah I mean we're real excited about it um we're really proud of how this e p turned out and uh we're just really excited to share share these five tunes um and and we've got a lot a lot a lot um kind of load of unreleased um demos of new songs that we're really excited to lay down and record as well so it's it feels like a really nice um it feels like a, a nice launching point. Um, this EP into uh, these well these songs, and then uh, right on to the next one. And it's just uh, we're we feel very excited to be um, in the place that we're at right now, where uh, we've got a lot just a lot co- coming up. Yep, that's cool.
0: Now, uh, will you be able to play shows and support tours, festivals, all that stuff? What 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 will you do once you release it? The virtual shows? What's going on with that?
1: Um. We don't have like a a specific release show um, booked as of now, though we might, we might put together a live stream here. Um, We've got a a handful of college shows that have kind of popped up. Um, We're opening up for the Eli Young Band in Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So we're excited about that. Um, So that's in Iowa and then we've got another show in Missouri Um, and then, we're kind of, yeah, there are other shows just trickling in uh, around Nashville and then um, throughout the summer that seem to be trickling in that are mostly either outdoor or, like, very social, socially distanced and, yeah. and COVID-friendly. So it's definitely been, I mean, I think it was about a month ago where it was maybe five weeks ago it was, there was nothing on the books. And then a month ago all of a sudden it was like, you know, when it rains, it pours like it was just dry desert, desert, desert. And then, um, yeah, I think it was probably four weeks ago where just something flipped in the music industry where everyone was like, okay, Hey, we're, we can do it. I, I think it's just the vaccines being rolled out and, and the restrictions on who can have access to the vaccines. It's pretty much like, all right, if you want one, you can, you can get one now. Um, so I think once that started happening, people felt comfortable booking shows. Um, yeah. And, yeah, we we didn't play a show. I think we played one show in, in a calendar year, and then in this six weeks, I think we've got uh, eight or nine. So it it really came came ripping right on back.
0: Yeah, what I was thinking about uh, with, with you guys' music and everything,
1: just to me because
0: they're trying to save it, Maybe the exit in would be a great place to kind of unveil all this new stuff. Oh man, we would we would absolutely
1: love to do that. Um, yeah, I hope I. What is the latest with exit in? Because I've, I, I I knew that they raised the money, but then that they, whoever the other group still was able to purchase it, right? So yeah,
0: the only thing I know, and this is this is loose, like take this not completely, but. I think they made it a historical landmark not too long ago, and oh. I think with that, it's a it's a hard sell to uh, to get it like removed. Just you know, I I think it's there to stay. I just Great. don't know to what capacity. Like I think the owners could make them move just to be, you know. I don't. I mean, I really don't know. But like I knew they raised the money, but I just think uh, you know I've seen some of the greatest concerts being in being a Middle Tennessee native I've ever seen there, and I just.
1: I really totally. hope they
0: preserve it. It would be a shame to get rid of something because that's a storied place. Anybody and everybody's performed
1: there. Oh my god! I know, uh, it, and it's it is uh, one. It is like one of the few venues um, around town that we have not played at yet. That I, you know, that I really wanted to. So
0: there you go. When I put this podcast up, I'll ship it over to Exit hey. and tell them to give it a listen. We'll, we'll hey. it Stratosphere.
1: Yeah, yeah, please do. I love that. Yeah, if make really it happen. Cool. I'll, I'll
0: come over there and I'll slam dance in the front like a weird old man. So be all crazy. right, let's do it. <laughs> well, let's okay. We'll, we'll we'll try to get that going. But let's talk about this uh, powerful and compelling uh, with us all that I just uh, listened to. Let's let's hear the story about that and behind it, the origin of, of that song that you've got the single.
1: Yeah, yeah. So with that song. um Kind of just a, a crazy situation where within one week uh, I had three completely independent um friends just like divulge this story into me about how um, their parents had for at some point in their life kind of disowned them um, mostly because or it was mostly for their sexuality and um and 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 the parents had kind of grown up with a very strict religious background and it was just very weird because you know I don't have that conversation every day or every month or every year and within three weeks or sorry within one week I had three of the basically the exact same conversation um and yeah after the last one it just like really hit me and that and I sat down and I was just so frustrated because You know, one way or another, like, I I don't have strong feelings, um, like pro pro or anti religion one way or another, my, I guess what I do get frustrated is, is when like religious ideas can, um, you know, start to create a situation like that where we disown and we, and we treat people poorly, which has happened a lot, Mm -hmm. um, and uh yeah so i was just i think i was just very frustrated with that um and and i i started writing that song and it it came out a little bit angrier um right away than than i meant for it to um yeah. and and i knew that i needed to change that because um yeah i don't know it, it, you just never would know where people are coming from and what has afe- affected them in their life. So it's like this weird, yeah. it was a very difficult song because it's like, Hey, look, I want to draw hard lines of kind of what I think is right and how people should be treated. But at the same time, do it from a place of empathy and understanding um, because, you know, I've also made a ton and ton of stupid mistakes in my life. So, um, and just have been ignorant, uh, you know, for yeah. no other reason than the lack of experience, uh, um, or the, the culture that I was surrounded in at times. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of what that song is about. Um, and it, um, it's, uh, yeah, I hope you, hope you like it.
0: Yeah. it. uh, and I agree with you. It's just the whole walk a mile in somebody's shoes and, um, and being a guy, you know, and I hopefully admit, you know, a Southern Christian human, mm-hmm. the, the the Bible that that we go by and Jesus's teachings is different than as humans people portray it. Like I've right. been in churches where they throw a fit because I'm not dressed up, but yet Jesus has on like a long evening gown and flip flops. You know? What yeah, I
1: mean? exactly. And that and that is the exact thing that I was trying to get at. Was like, look, I mean, in my in my Perspective, um, religion should hopefully just be this structure that is helping us, uh, you know, dive into love more than yeah. it, like you know that's and that's it, right? Like it it doesn't need to be much more complicated. So when there's weird things like, oh yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta do X Y Z you know, dress up or, you know, it starts to be like, wait a minute, now this is starting to be like some human influence and power structure and like, you you know, that doesn't really seem to facilitate love. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, And I grew up uh, going to Catholic school my entire life. Uh Um, So I was definitely subjected to a lot of things that uh, are both are great in certain ways but then there's like okay some some interesting power structures that seem to to creep in.
0: Yeah, and and I, I agree with you I agree with you 100% because you know uh, Jesus hung out with like the murderers and and the and the lowest of the low and like whores and stuff. So I mean the way that we treat people and what we're we're studying which is just plain in black and white we're just approaching it differently and 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 I that's what I like about your song because to its core, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to love without getting too overreligious, to sin or not to sin, and just go about our business.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: right on. Yeah, good job, well written. I, you know, I think there was a reason all these stories came into your lap uh, so you could write a song like that. So I think you did a great job, uh, and thanks for sharing your, uh, you know, your story behind it with us. Yeah,
1: yeah, appreciate. it. I'm glad that you um, like it. It was definitely one that I was nervous to put out because it was a little sure. bit more like, I, you know yeah well the the ones that
0: have some risk and a little bit of that spice going that's the ones that last it's 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 those kinds that you gotta ship out, so good job um, right now, one more question, like I said, I appreciate your time. I know you got a lot of you know stuff a busy life getting ready for this e p and music and everything but uh I was kind of reading a little bit on I guess you on some of your social media, maybe your website, but your band everybody it seems like they do more than music. uh what all do you guys pursue as far as artistic endeavors? I mean it's cool to branch out, but it seems like everybody has more to offer than just the performance aspect and all that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So everyone in the band, um, you know, arts fishing club is kind of the name of, like actually really works in another way because we've, we're, there's a lot of us that are, uh, there's like a core group, but we kind of, it's also the national thing where it's a little bit fluid as well, where, you know, some people are out on tour with another band or like Pete or is, keys and sax player and he produces um pretty full-time so he's also doing a lot of production work and he's um and he's toured with like Adia victoria he actually just produced a song um that came out with uh drake and um dj khaled uh oh wow Greece. yeah so he it, it was like the number two song in the world for a yeah, while what and was he, that yeah, he's got a grease, uh, or he's got a Drake and DJ Khaled cup, which is like, oh, please Like it was so exciting, um, because how that all came together. And uh, Jimmy, or, or the guitarist that's been playing with us for a number of years, he's he's got like a instrumental um, group called the Donaldson Broncos that he plays with, um, that are uh, just an incredible like jazz jazz group as well and Brian our drummer he's in grad school at Belmont University um, stud- studying drums um, so yeah everyone's kind of doing a lot of a lot of different things um, cool. but it's it's really awesome um, yeah keep
0: keep keep your keep your options open that's cool and then you know get together and make some great music uh, well, hey Christopher, man. Uh, State travels, uh, Arts Fishing Club. Where, where do you where are you heavy you on your social media? Where can people connect with you? What's the best place? What's the best avenue? I would,
1: probably Instagram is where we're most active, and um, so I'd say follow us on Instagram and uh, and Spotify. Definitely check check out the music. That's that's the most important social media. Is the is the Spotify. So follow us on that, and uh, hope to see you at a show someday.
0: A special treat for the Uncharted podcast, we have the legendary David Frizzell. He's celebrating 40 years, the 40th anniversary of the smash hit duo You're the Reason, God Made Oklahoma, with a brand new vocalist, Mary Sarah. Uh, it's a fantastic song. Check it out. We talk about it and what he's going to do in celebration with touring and performing. That's next on Uncharted. On this episode of Uncharted, we have Christopher, vocalist of the band Arts Fishing Club. They have a release. Their new EP, The Show, is available April 30th. We discuss that and a lot more right now on Uncharted. And that wraps up another fun-filled edition of the Josh Belcher Uncharted podcast. Special thanks to the legendary David Frizzell christopher from arts fishing club great lineup great interviews great information talking about music most importantly thank you the listener because without you this would not be possible i had no reason because otherwise i'd just be talking to myself which is i usually do at home alone in my free time i want you to have a great week be happy healthy and safe remember i love you for you and where you're at in life this
2: is josh belcher signing off until next time